Hello, welcome to Seasons, a year of movies. I'm your co-host Jacob, and I'm Emma, the other one. The other, the other one. <laughs> um, yeah, and this week we watched. Well, this week, well, this like three months, mm-hmm. we've watched uh, Sita sings the blues. Yes. And I guess yeah, we really fell off the bandwagon because we both recently graduated mm-hmm. from college yes. and have just been busy. And I got a new job. Yes. And it's just been a whole thing. So we are now free, somewhat. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, hopefully. Um, a little bit more free mm-hmm. in body, in mind, in spirit. Yeah. So thanks for waiting. Thanks for you know not giving up on us. Unless you have, then you won't be listening to this. Um, well, that's fine. <laughs> we hopefully, hopefully, we do this, you know, for us, and we enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so just to get a couple of business things out of the way, so I think what we're going to start doing is stop doing like, oh, we're watching these movies this spring and just be like, this is our season, Mm -hmm. this is our theme, right, for this block, and we'll just kind of keep going with that. I think we'll kind of keep with the themes that we had planned out. Yeah, no, I'm Um, looking forward to those. Yeah, so in which case next next season is Miyazaki, Mm -hmm. so we'll be watching the entirety of... Uh, Mizaki, Hayao Miyazaki, to be specific, um, hit all of his movies, including *Whisper of the Heart*, which he did not direct but did write and storyboard. So mm-hmm. his touch is on it in a big way. Yes, and you shouldn't. There shouldn't be a long break between this season and the next season starting. Right. Um, so we'll hopefully get into that soon. Yeah. Yeah, we should. I. I think I'm like we're. I, I mean, I can say that we're vaguely planning on having it out, mm-hmm. like, next week, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever this drops, like, a week <laughs> from then. But, you know, we're, this is the other thing, is that we're going to try to keep the schedule a little more loose. We're going to, like, be, like, weekly, bi-weekly, mm-hmm. as in, like, you know, every other week, right? Um, and try to be more a little more consistent. But also, I think we just want to feel like that we don't have, like, necessarily an intense obligation. Yeah. Who's up. Yeah. Um, so I think it was... It was difficult trying to do the schedule because we wanted to do it more often and wanted to be more consistent, but it felt like if we miss the schedule, then, like, everything's hopeless. <laughs> right, yeah. And I just don't think it actually helped us get things out more consistently, mm-hmm. uh, clearly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but that's that's all the business stuff. Um, well, I guess we could talk a little bit about uh, instructions not included. Well, yes, I was, I was going to mention that. Yeah, so okay. this, this season we... Um, if you recall, we each picked two movies that we personally enjoyed and that the other had not seen. Um, and so uh, we actually did watch. That was another reason why we didn't record uh, for so long is because we watched a different movie first that I picked, um, Instructions Not Included, which is a Mexican movie, mm-hmm. um, a comedy Um that is maybe not as, as so funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, it depends. Yeah, no. depends if you're a bigoted person or not, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm being a little cruel. That's a little unfair to this movie. Uh, I didn't like it much, though. Yeah, no. Yeah. So this is that was a movie that I had watched multiple times with multiple different people, um, and I just like. I just really enjoyed like um, like the characters and like the dynamics, at least um, between uh, between um, you know father and daughter. Um, this movie hates lesbians, which is unfortunate. Yeah, and it also um, just ha- uh, the ending of that movie is real bad. Yeah, well, it's yeah, yes, yeah, the uh, yeah, and it's so sad, and it gets you in the yeah, it just. Uh, yeah, the thing is, Emma, there, is, there are much better movies that do this thing. Well, then like, we'll if have you to wanna... watch it. <laughs> yeah, we should. All right. Yeah, if you want to watch a movie, get sad about... Uh, I guess I don't want to spoil this movie, but... <laughs> I think you can guess. If you know the premise of the movie, you can guess what happens at the end, TBH. It, oh. is, a, it is a good job of misdirection, though, to mm-hmm. be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so if you want to watch Instructions Not Included... Um, and email me about it. Uh, <laughs> we, we can have a chat. Um, yeah. and we can just like leave Jacob out of it. Cause yeah, it's not that we, uh, like can't ever like 
not that we don't want to like disagree about things or have conversations um but we just figured it wouldn't be a fun episode for us to make nor for you to listen to yeah um, well, it was also just like we didn't record it for like months afterwards yeah it just kind of felt like like I, I don't know if we could really have a conversation this about this movie yeah anymore so so we picked and well i picked you picked a different yeah. movie yeah um Sita sings the blues yeah which uh i liked a lot better so <laughs> yes um Sita sings the blues is uh an animated movie from 2008 which and it was written directed produced and animated by nina paley um so this one woman did the majority of the work on this movie um and i uh found it through Lindsay Ellis, shout out to Lindsay Ellis, as yeah. we often do on this pod. Um, and, you know, she recommended it as a movie that she really liked and um, and said that it was available on YouTube to watch. And I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. I guess I'll give it a watch. Um, and so I watched it and was just, like, blown away by it. Like, I just hadn't really ever seen anything like it. And just, like, had a really nice time with it. Um and it was something that I was interested because I hadn't watched it in a few years. Um, so I was interested, really interested to watch it again um, and watch it with Jacob and see what we thought about it together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I found out about this movie through Emma, basically. So I don't really have a story <laughs> to go with it. But yeah, the basic, so the basic premise of the movie is it's sort of, well, it's multiple tellings of the story of the Ramayana. But there's also this sort of frame narrative about nina paley's uh divorce Mm -hmm. right and then all these sort of like i mean there's i guess we should we should break them down because i think this will be important later so the first one is so we got nina paley and then we got the like three the narrators the narrators who who are sort of these shadow puppets who talk over Mm -hmm. kind of this like clip art Mm -hmm. rendition of (laughs) uh the ramayana Mm -hmm. um and then you have sort of the the mimicking of uh, painting, of Indian painting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, can you pronounce the Rajput? Uh, Rajput. Okay, that's it. All right. Um, and then you sort of have these uh, tellings of the Ramayana <laughs> through jazz numbers. Yes. Um, and that's sort of an, uh, I, I guess it's it's not, it's, it's hard to pin down, but I guess like kind of American Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it's very cartoony, but it like maintains like the like color and kind of like right yeah. um i don't know it still like maintains kind of the style like you know the depictions yeah. of everyone right um well i mean i guess but... it's yeah it's it's worth noting that like every i guess actually yeah the narrator one's probably better described as a collage mm-hmm. rather yeah. than clip art but yeah um but it, you know it's clear like who each character is as you like tra- yeah. travel across each mm-hmm. you know yeah. thing yeah yeah, right. and and the style for the Nina Paley story is different as well. Yeah. Um, it is, yeah, how would you describe it? I'd say <laughs> kind of like uh, hand-drawn, very, like, very sketched, as in, like, the like the, the line quality is always moving, and you can kind mm-hmm. of see directly what has been drawn on. It's mm-hmm. also this very, like, flat coloring. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right? Which stands in great um, contrast. And then often, like, the, the backgrounds and locations, like, because, I mean, like, there's several parts where she's in, you know, San Francisco or New York or in India, and it's always, like, this sort of, like, pasted pictures of buildings put together and yeah. like, like just like a picture cut out picture of a car driving past <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that right mm-hmm. oh, gosh this movie is so cool it's <laughs> like, really cool yeah it's so cool um yeah so the plot now getting to the plot <laughs> <laughs> the movie so again um, we have the different storylines so yeah well, luckily three of them are just all the same basically yeah. so the shadow puppets are talking about the Ramayana. I, we both read portions of it. Yeah, I don't um, really remember, like, the plot yeah. of the Ramayana. <laughs> I remember some stylistic stuff, but... Um, but, yeah, yeah basically, uh, Rama and his wife Sita are banished, or rather, Rama, fa- Rama is banished, and Sita follows him into the forest. She gets kidnapped by Ravana, who is a bad guy. But maybe not a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As they discuss in the movie. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, yeah, he certainly could be a worse guy, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he like kidnaps her, but he doesn't like force himself on her or anything like that. Yeah. It's very, you know. Yeah. And, you know, everything else about him seems fine. Um, just the kidnapping. Just the you kidnapping. Know. Yeah. You know, it's a relatively minor flaw, I suppose, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. You know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, she is, you know, so sad about it and is like waiting for Rama and stays true to him. Um, and Rama comes with Hanuman, the monkey warrior, mm-hmm. and all, and his monkey army, and uh, they wreck Ravana and take Sita back. But Rama is like, "You are impure. You know, you have lived in another man's house. I cannot be with you." Um, and she proves her purity through trial by fire, mm-hmm. and like the gods bring her out of the fire, and Rama's like, whoops, Mubby. <laughs> um, so, well, I mean, kind of, as you will see. <laughs> kind of. So then they go back to their kingdom after their exile is over, and she gets pregnant, um, but it's, you know, Rama is worried that it's still, you know, it might, it could be Ravana's baby. When it's also, I mean, yeah, this is like a, uh, I think the I think the film takes a pretty clear stance on him being suspicious of her. Mm-hmm. But one of the other readings that it does talk about is that he's concerned about how it looks. Yes. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that like and the the, the common people will be like, oh, she are, is impure and she's yeah, bad. They're like you know. judging him, you know, and saying, right. oh, Rama, you know, took back a wife, you know, took back his wife, even though she was with another man. What a loser. Yeah. Um. So then. He kicks her out again. She goes and lives in the forest and gives birth to twins who grow up and are taught to, you know, praise Rama. And years later, Rama, you know, hears them singing his praises. And he comes back and he wants to, you know, take them, take his sons back with him. But he's still uh, suspicious and uncertain about Sita. So... She decides to prove her purity again. Well, he demands that he she prove her purity. Oh, go. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's like. You must prove your purity. At least how the movie shows mm-hmm. it, right? I don't know how it shows up in the next yeah, Romeo. But remember. in the movie, he's like, you must prove your purity a second time. And she's like, all right. <laughs> 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 if I have, you know, been pure my entire life and like forever devoted to Rama, you know, let the earth... Uh, let let Mother Earth take me back into her womb. It's very intense. And then she, you know, uh, gets sucked into the Earth. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. So then there's a meta narrative. <laughs> where, so basically, yeah, the thing is, it's, it's very... It's very underdeveloped, mm-hmm. uh, this stuff with, like, the autobiographical stuff, which I actually think does the movie a lot of credit i think it works a little bit better yeah i think because so. it's slightly sketched but the basics are she's living in san francisco with her husband um and his job his job is like hey we want you to come work for us in india for for six months mm-hmm. and so you know she's sad but like it's kind of like oh things will work out right mm-hmm. and after a month he calls her and is like hey i you know and they've had like no contact at this point <laughs> he's like hey great news i'm gonna be in india for another year Mm-hmm. And she's like, but it's only going to be six months. And he's like, uh, you could come live here, I guess. And so, yeah, so like she goes to India to live there. I think she still like works for this, maybe this, I don't know, maybe she's doing freelance work or yeah, something. Yeah, well, she's, she, she's like an artist. Yeah, she's yeah. an artist. And at the time, um, she was doing like comic strips. Right. Anyway, so she's like, oh, this meeting in New York wants me to come by and, and fly in and, you know. And so she leaves, goes back to America, and gets an email, like, the next day that is, like, don't come back <laughs> yeah. from her husband, right? Um, and then, you know, the, the yeah, and then she kind of, you know, recovers, like, moves to New York. Well, yeah, because part of it is she, can't, she any... can't move back to their place in San Francisco because right. they sub, she sublet it to right. these people for a year. Yeah. And stuff, and so, like, she just can't, like, just kick them out. So right. she, like, gets this dingy place in Brooklyn. Yeah. And is sad. But yeah. eventually, she uh, gets, like, really super interested in the Ramayana. Yeah. And gets a new cat. And her life turns out all right. And she makes this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's 
that's basically and the thing is it's it's um one thing that I think is really cool about this movie is it's very like I mean yeah as sort of we've talked about it this has become pretty clear but I think that the movie is also visual language indicates this it's all the just these multiple layers right mm-hmm. and like all the styles of animation are like very sort of flat two dimensional mm-hmm. but they all sort of like pile on top of each other yeah and they're like I I think about like I mean just story that is old as old as the Ramayana <laughs> and has been retold in as many ways and mm-hmm. you know reformed reframed right is like just has this like incredible like backlog of like interpretation mm-hmm. and the movie does this really interesting job I think of like sh- kind of trying to visualize that and like yeah well I think I think the way that it does that at least for me, is because, yeah, the animation is, like, really flat, but it's also almost entirely in motion. Um, So, like, the beginning, it starts out just with these waves, and it's, like, it's, like, 2D waves, you know, like, you could draw, like, on a piece of paper. Right, yeah. um, And stuff, but, like, they're moving. It's, like, sheets of paper that, like, actually, like, exist one in front of the other, so it's still very flat. Right. But, like, you can see... <laughs> the difference like well, I love that shot there's a shot later in the movie uh, in one of the oh, also I guess we did mention that like the the I guess yeah we did talk about the songs that they're singing these jazz numbers yes. um there's one shot where it's like shot from the side of a road mm-hmm. and like so there's sort of this like kind of three-dimensional background sort of and then <laughs> there's just these completely flat figures like yeah. moving along yeah. the road so there's like this constant suggestion as you're sort of saying of yeah. depth of there being like mm-hmm. interlock and i think i mean the the opening so it's kind of the the op- the second opening sequence because mm-hmm. you have this first scene with the waves and then i don't know the the goddess who shows up and puts on the record player oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. and then you sort of have this like exploration of like in brief the primary hindu pantheon Mm -hmm. and it basically like starts out at like the broadest sort of cosmic level Mm -hmm. and then like zooms into earth (laughs) right and the thing is it's all still communicated through this like flat yeah kind of two-dimensional that the Mm -hmm. animation style for the gods is kind of similar to the yeah like cartoon it's it's, it just does so many cool things like with some of like um some of the gods, it'll, have, it'll, like, represent them, like, with multiple heads, but it'll be, like, it's, like, a, it's a rotating, like, cylinder. Yeah. Where, mm-hmm. like, they'll have, like, four or five heads just, like, rotating, but, like, you can always, like, it looks flat. Like, right, and there's always, like, yeah. one, like, facing you, and then, like, yeah. it moves. It's, it's so cool. And I just, I feel, yeah, because it, like, this shows up in all the different styles. Like, there's always some, like, form of movement, even on the ones where it's, like, the paintings like the you know the characters like their eyes are always blinking or like the mouths like move to talk yeah. even though it's like so so like everything else in the background is like so stationary right um, when well, i think there's some side effect of like this being like her alone project yeah. right and there's a lot of like reusing of the same assets yeah. and like no, it's, stuff like that right well, i just think but, i just think yeah. it's so beautiful and like part of what it means to me going to you know doing some analysis um and what it means that like this whole movie is in motion um it just communicates to me that like and kind of like what she's doing like with the meta narrative it's like this story even though it's so old and like this the music um even though it's like almost a hundred years old and like probably not many people know because all the all the songs are done by a woman named Annette Hanshaw, yeah. which, like, who <laughs> who has heard of her, yeah. you know, um, and stuff, even though she was, like, really big in, like, the 20s and 30s, um, but, like, even these things that are old are still alive and, like, still moving and, like, we can still relate to them right. in ways, and I feel like... Like, that's just what I felt from, like, yeah. even though well, it's, I like, also, a... Yeah, no, finish, yeah. finish your thought, and then I, I got something going along with Yeah, it. even though, like, visual, like, representations, like, of the, like, the stories are this flat medium. Like, they're constantly, like, moving and interacting with each other, and, like, yeah, and we can just, like, draw meaning from them, like, you know, whether it was, like... 3,000 years ago or, you know, today. Right. Well, I think something, so the, the narrators are, 
uh, three Indian folks. And they, um, as far as, I don't know exactly what the context of, like, when this was recorded or, like, if they were, like, friends of hers who just, like, agreed to, like, do this or if they're, like, I don't know, you know, know. grad students somewhere or, well, like, something. I know something, one right? of them, only one of them had a Wikipedia page, but he was, like, a prominent Indian, like, director and actor. Oh, okay. Um, and he was, like, old, <laughs> you oh, know, okay. like, he was an old person. Yeah. Um, but basically it's, like, this this conversational style, and it feels like people who, like, like, maybe have, like, read the Ramayana or, like, familiar with it, Mm -hmm. you know, have seen it performed in some function or whatever, but, like, haven't watched, you know, haven't, like, read it, like, yesterday. They're they're not scholars. Right, yeah, that it's just this very, like, conversational... And, like, they, like, mispronounce names and, like, <laughs> Or they know, argue about, like, is it, Is it know? this or that? Or, like, yeah. Or, or, and, like, obviously they, like, they also talk about, like, interpretations, right? That there's disagreement about how this stuff is interpreted. And I think, um, I mean, I think that's something that this movie, and again, like, I'm, you know, a white person saying mm-hmm. this. And, like, I don't know what in person would think about this. But, like, I do feel like it's a movie that it, it would be so easy to see a version of this movie that just, like, completely reduces what the story is Mm -hmm. and what it means and because the film is so reliant on this like wide variety of styles Mm -hmm. and because it also explicitly sort of brings in voices that are not the narrator's own Mm -hmm. right um it feels like it it yeah like there's this sort of breadth of existing stories yeah right yeah it's like inside of it it's like the author well yeah i'm an author of like she's obviously, like, has her own, like, take on the story and, like, what it means to her. Yeah. Um, and especially, you know, in relating it to her own life. But, like, it's clear that, like, that's not even what she thinks, like, the real story, like, or the definitive story is. Right. Like, she recognizes that it's, like, not her story to, like, shape, you know? Right. Or define. Yeah. Um, and stuff. But, like, the fact that she, but, you know, she still finds like, great value and inspiration in it. Um, yeah. Well, I feel like, I mean, I, I, this is maybe kind of a cheap example, but I, I feel like the the difference between this and something like, like Green Book, for example, <laughs> the, the token, you know, bad movie with this kind of stuff, right, mm-hmm. is that, like, Green Book is like, oh, my, like, my dad told me the story, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And there's, like, this explicitly, like, you know, did not reach out to the family of other people in the, in the mm-hmm. story, right? And obviously the Ramayana is not, it's very different kinds of stakes <laughs> because it's a thousand-year-old, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, important and, like, religiously significant, but, like, a, a story, right? Like, like mm-hmm. Mos- you know, Moses and Jesus mm-hmm. are, are stories in the same way the Ramayana is, right? Mm-hmm. And, or in a similar way, I mm-hmm. should say. Um but it it does feel like at the end of the movie she's like here's the bi- my bibliography and like yeah. you know what I mean no yeah in the yeah. credits it says like suggested reading and there's like a dozen books right and like one of them is just like here's a translation of the Ramayana right <laughs> like you know yeah like so I I feel like even this and you know like maybe not that many people are like gonna go read the Ramayana like I don't know if I'm going to <laughs> like I would like to but it's like a fat book you know mm-hmm. um you know but like even just that suggested like this is something you can do mm-hmm. and there's like here's this you know this like research that's been done on these things mm-hmm. right like inviting you to engage directly with what it's mm-hmm. working with right instead yeah. of being like yeah there's just no sense that this is oh like this is the Western version mm-hmm. of this story yeah you know this is Mulan and you can just watch this movie <laughs> and like get what China is, I guess, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, and I think, I think, um, going back, cause there is, there's a line in the movie that I think is really important for like establishing like her place in this story. And also like our place as the audience is like the narrators are talking about how there's like so many different people and names and like things that happen. And it's hard to remember. And they say it's, you know, like the, you know, it's like, maybe it's like, you know, oh, like it's totally real or, you know, another narrator's like, oh, like it's, you know, it's not real. It's just a story. And then someone's like, oh, well, it's like the Bible, right? And right. it's like, yeah. you know, it's as real as the Bible um, is and stuff. And like, that could be super real or super not. And like, yeah. that's not really what's important here is like, right. not, and like just acknowledging, I think it like helps to put it in perspective like, to us, for us, like, coming from, like, a Christian background, like, it's really hard <laughs> to remember, like, the names of everyone. And, yeah, like, yeah. What happened, even though, like, you know, we've spent, like, years being immersed in this culture. Right. And stuff. And so, yeah, I think it's, like, 
super valuable and important like having these narrators who like know what they're talking about but like also are humans <laughs> like yeah. dealing with religion in the way that most of us do right you know? yeah no and i just think that i mean i think i mean there's an element that like well actually i don't know if this is true i was about to say that like maybe maybe it's fair to, well no that's not true <laughs> i just i guess i find it weird that like well, sorry, I'm really having a hard time. But just that, like, there, there's a playfulness, I think, in relationship to stories like the Ramayana. Like, there's a plethora of musical and theatrical mediums mm-hmm. and through which the story is told, mm-hmm. right? As well as, like, in film, in, in you know, Indian culture, right? And so, and I, I was about to say that we don't have that same relationship with the Bible in the U.S., and that's definitely not true. Um, because, like, you know, the whole Christian movie industry, mm-hmm. which is a thing, I guess. <laughs> right. I was going to say, Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Well, Hail Caesar, right. Uh, like, yeah, the fact that, like, Ben-Hur is a movie that exists, mm-hmm. right? And it's also, like, super homoerotic, you know? <laughs> um, that's a movie we should watch in the pot sometime, actually. That would be fun. But it's so long. It's so long. It does have intermission, though. Mm. And so does this so movie. So does this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this movie has an intermission, which I totally forgot about. Gosh, it's amazing. This movie, I just, I highly recommend that everybody just watch this movie. Yeah. It's a lean 82 minutes, and two of those minutes are an intermission. Three of those minutes are an intermission. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, gosh, it's just, it's so, yeah, it's just not like movies that we often see. Yeah. Um, both, like... In its, in its subject matter, in its style, you know, oh gosh, I really like yeah. this movie. Yeah, it's good. And I, I think something that I also think the movie really gets right is, um, is it kind of splits this difference between how, I mean, these really, really old stories mm-hmm. become, you know, heavily institutionalized, right? That you have like, you know, I mean, yeah, like if you go to your, like, local university library or closest university library, Mm -hmm. and, like, you can find, you know, dozens, hundreds of books, more articles, right, on Mm -hmm. the Ramayana, what it means, like, just in English, Mm -hmm. right? And there's, like, people in Germany, people in India, people all over the place Mm -hmm. writing things in their native languages Mm -hmm. about this work, right? And that may not have this, it doesn't have the same presence maybe in the Western canon as, like, the Iliad or the Mm -hmm. Hebrew Bible does, right? But there's still this tremendous weight being thrown around in, you know, Western scholarly tradition around the Ramayana mm-hmm. and, like, maybe even more um, in, you know, scholarship and, like, you know, artistic traditions in India, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have these, like, massive institutions that, you know, run the story. I mean, we should talk about some of the reception things mm-hmm. that this had in India because there's some interesting stuff with mm-hmm. that. But, um, but at the same time, the way we relate to those stories and how we interpret them and work through them is often deeply, deeply personal, mm-hmm. right? And I think that, like, this movie, like, understands, I think, is respectful of the what the story means to, like, this broader culture, right? Mm-hmm. But is also making a case for how it relates to this individual story, right? Yeah, yeah. And again, and we see that with, like, the fact that there's not even just one Indian narrator. Like, there's three. Yeah. And they, like, all have, like, different opinions on it. Um, Or, like, different, they remember different things, and it means different things, um, the stuff that happens. So, like, yeah. And also, I don't think we mentioned this, but the the stuff with the Indian narrators is not scripted, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they just said it. Yeah. And, like, she animates it, and obviously there's, like, an interpretive power in how how she chooses to frame and animate and what she chooses to emphasize and how she edits that conversation, Mm -hmm. right? Like, how much of this conversation is left on the cutting room floor, like, who knows, right? But there is, I think, this sense of trying to give voice to, like, a perspective that is distinct from her own, right? Yeah, yeah, we did not do our likes and yikes. We did not. I was thinking about that, too. Uh, So we could do that, and then we could talk about a couple other things. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, Yeah, so... Oh, gosh. My like for this movie is there is a very sexy moon. I'm not saying I'm attracted to the moon, but, um... (laughs) I love her a lot. Um, she, there's just like a there's this crescent moon that like appears at different uh, points in the movie, and it's got a cute little uh, eye and some lips and some legs, and it walks around to the beat of the mu- of the songs, and it's very good. <laughs> That's my like. 
and I'll, I thumbs won't, up. I won't mention it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't come up too much. I feel like, <laughs> except that I mean, you could probably make something about like nature being personified or something. Like, I don't know. I don't think that's the thing that this movie is really about. Yeah. Um, my yike. It's so it's hard, and yeah, I don't know that this is like a perfect movie or anything, but like, there's really nothing in it that like like bothered me you know or like or not even like oh like i don't like how like this looks like i just think everything's so beautiful and like purposeful and well done Mm -hmm. and it's so good (laughs) and so my my yike is a cop-out but i couldn't even decide between my cop-out yikes um it was either that you know this movie has an intermission and i wish more movies did (laughs) that's not a yike (laughs) <laughs> or um, that since we watched this on YouTube, there were ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's fine. That's that's a problem that would appear justify, at like, like kind of jarring times. Yeah. Um and stuff, but even like that's like almost worth it because like this movie's free to watch and like yeah you know and Nina Paley like purposefully made it free to you know like yeah. so you know what can I say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so my yike is, well, okay, so, like, in the, in the cartoon jazz style, uh, everybody has very exaggerated body types, and I found it just kind of distracting for the men, sort of, but, like, for the women, they just have these, like, just big circle boobs, it's just a flat circle, (laughs) Yeah. and for some reason, it was just like, that looks weird, (laughs) and... Yeah, it's, yeah. like, the cartoon style. Um, and like, it looks good. Like, to be clear, I'm not, yeah. like, being, like, oh, what an ugly, no, I wanna weird thing. I want to kind of explain, like, the style. Like, yeah, Because, like, the cartoon style, it's also, like, um, like, the characters are kind of, like, paper cutouts. Right, and they're all, um, like, shapes. You, yeah, yeah, that you could, like, attach with, like, a brass. I don't know what those, like, <laughs> yeah, office yeah. tools are. Um, but, you know, where you punch it through the paper and then... Yeah, like, like a paper doll, back. almost. Yeah, right. um, and stuff. And so it's, like, a very, like skinny like you know um like torso with like a round belly and like two giant round boobs <laughs> yeah. like you know just kind of like attached on right um, so yeah so yeah i can understand yeah no it was just like every time i was like thinking about it i was like that looks weird yeah. and it's also funny when because she's just like this super skinny torso oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when she gets pregnant it's like it's <laughs> you know so it's so big, big. it's funny it's <laughs> yeah um, okay, so my like is there's one part in the narration where they're talking about uh, what transport they use to, like, go back to the castle mm-hmm. after they've been exiled, right? And uh, they're trying to, like, figure out the name because it's, like, kind of a flying carpet, but it's more like this big old house that's, like, flying and has yeah. wings. And Anyway, I don't remember the exact name for it, but then someone's like, a Japanese train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it just sort of, like, this big photo of a Japanese, like, you know, a, like, bullet train. Yeah comes in and just like breaks through the like paper and yeah. you know and it's just like very yeah just, found, just I thought it was very funny, funny yeah. this movie like has like a a meme humor to it like yeah you know just well i think that i mean that kind of lends itself to the way it's like you know i, I mean i think yeah like the overall style of the film is for is a collage right mm-hmm. is this sort of like pasting together different styles and elements and feels like it's drawing from Lots of different things. And yeah, particularly that section where it's like mm-hmm. this, you know, these kind of weird like collage cutout people and like, you know, yeah. like walking around uh, and stuff. The shadow puppets are so beautiful. They're super this cool. Mo- this movie is so pretty to look at. Yeah. It's so good. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think. Yeah, I know you mentioned um, the reaction this movie. Yes, yeah, we should talk about that a little bit. And again, I don't know a ton. Basically, most yeah. everything I know about this movie came from Wikipedia, so, so. take what you will <laughs> from that. Um, but I was, like, assuming that, like, yeah, like, this is, you know, a white American woman, like, talking about, like, the Ramayana and, you know, like, a religion and culture and country that, like, she's not a part of and, like, you know, very briefly lived there. Um, yeah. And stuff, and so I assumed, like, oh, you know, like, there are probably people who were like, you, you know, shouldn't do that. Like, you know, you should be, like, more respectful or, you know, or or just not do it at all. Right. Um, and there were people who did that, um, but it was mainly, like, protests organized um, by, like, right-wing Hindu groups in India. 
um, and, like, throughout the world. Right. Um, and stuff. And, like, they were the ones who were saying, like, this is disrespectful, you know, to Rama, <laughs> to Hinduism. Right. Um, well, because, and, I guess, yeah, we should maybe talk about, because there's sort of... There's never this, like, exact equivalence drawn between Sita and Nina. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's sort of this broad, like, people who were, you know, devoted mm-hmm. to their husbands. And their husband, like, doesn't care yeah. and abandons them, yeah. right? And sort of just, like, leaves them to, you know, be yeah. alone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and like, a lot of, like, especially that final moment where she's, like... You know, take me into the womb of the earth, right? <laughs> yeah. Where it's like there's sort of this like cosmic justification, but it's also just like this ex- this you know this pain that she's been like boiling, letting mm-hmm. like just like contain inside of her, just like exploding out, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I I I think there's a way you can read this movie that's like, like, oh, like this is about how sexist Hinduism is, right? Mm-hmm. And like it is not that. I really yeah. don't think it is that, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But it, yeah, but the thing is, it makes sense to me why, like, kind of right-wing people would be like, <laughs> yeah. this is bad, right? Yeah. So, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and if we have, you know, any people who are, like, you know, who know more about this, um, you know, and would like to write in. Yeah. That'd yeah. be please, super dope. Please do. Yeah, we're... Yeah, I feel like we should have maybe done a little bit more research before <laughs> recording. But, yeah, but, like, I, I think, you know, we're... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was another thing I was going to say that I think is cool about this movie um, related to the thing you said about research. Um, because, absolutely, like, we have these... The narrators are, like, telling the story of the Ramayana, but then there will be things, like, animated that, like, are not really explained or, like, they're explained, like, way after they happen. Right. Like, for example, um, like... The first trial that Sita goes through, like, the trial by fire, um, she is, it, like, shows her she's, like, saved by the gods. Like, they pull her out of the fire. Right. And stuff, and, like, carry her back to Rama and stuff. And, like, it never really says, like, what gods they are. Like, I think one of them is Shiva. Um, Right. But, like, it does not say, and I think maybe, like, you know... 20 minutes later they're like yeah the gods save Sita and stuff and I just feel like it's cool like yeah like um you know if we're speaking to you know mainly an American audience mainly you know a white audience um like saying like yeah like if you want to know more like you can do your own research (laughs) right you can read all these books and like read the actual text like I'm not gonna like walk through and explain everything like where did the gods come from like why did they do this like you know yeah yeah it's like not like necessary like in this narrative and it's like yeah if you want to know more like you can do your own work and i just thought that was cool (laughs) yeah one i I think there's an element of like i mean even just like like it's part of it's respecting the culture but also respecting the audience right Mm -hmm. that it's like well i mean I, i don't know sometimes sometimes it can get in a weird direction with stuff like that um but just that like you know, it's like, yeah, like, you you understand what's going on and, like, mm-hmm. you get what the emotions of this are and, like, how this functions, right? You don't need me to explain, like, who this multi-headed person is, right? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I also just think it's, it's nice as well, like, I can imagine that this was, I mean, in some ways a cathartic movie to make, but also a uh, hard to make because you're sort of even you know, and drawing this parallel and, like, writing this movie and animating this movie about, like, this woman going through a lot of hard things, Mm -hmm. right, that you, um, you know, that would be hard in some ways, but the movie has this, like, sense of humor about itself Mm -hmm. and is always just sort of, like, warm and kind of affectionate, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, And I think, like, it's, it's also interesting that, like, I mean, then the way the movie portrays it, like, her husband doesn't really do anything like super bad except yeah. i mean except the bad thing that he does <laughs> which is like not communicating with her and being like super distant right mm-hmm. um i just think like there's there's an element this movie could have been like oh let me like relive and re-examine my trauma in a gratuitous way right <laughs> yeah. and i think that's like not what someone making personal art about what they're going to do is likely to do right mm-hmm. that's much more of pe- people who have not lived through this kinds of stuff writing yeah. art about it right um 
at least in my experience. But I do like appreciate the way that this movie like it's clearly like about working through things and sort of trying to narrativize and find meaning and and maybe some kind of beauty out of the past relationships that you've been in and, and things that have happened to you, right? But it never feels like it's trying to like gratuitously relive that suffering. Like this is not a movie about suffering. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sort of is, but like it's such a joy. Mm-hmm. It's part of the thing. Like it's so funny, and like all the songs are so like. Oh yes. You know they're delightful. Yeah, and they're you know usually there's just this like there's. Um, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is there's a melancholy to all of it, right? Like it is a sad movie in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, but it's also just really warm and sort of, uh, like joyous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like also that last moment with Sita, like her going to the room with Earth does not play as tragic. It plays as triumphant. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit of both, but yeah. yeah. I just thought maybe of what my height could be. Um, I was just thinking because I was thinking about how the songs are just ah they're a joy i love it um but like also like if there's anything if there's any part of the movie that's like most explicitly saying like this is like sexist and bad it's the songs like the lyrics of the songs yeah (laughs) i didn't even think about that yeah, yeah because like so there's there are these songs from like mostly the late 20s i think um, and stuff, and, like, all about how, you know, so many of these songs, they're, like, upbeat and cheery, if, like, sounding at least, but it's, like, my man left me, and, like, I'm gonna die because of that, and, like, oh, is he coming back? Like, I'm so happy. Right, (laughs) or be, like, yeah. he left me forever, (laughs) and, like, like, now everything's great. Yeah, or, like, my my man is so mean, and he's so cruel to me, but, like, I love him so much, and I just, you know. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, that... If it's saying anything about, like, sexism in the stories, it's like, yeah, maybe, like, there are some things in the Ramayana that are sexist, but also, you know, America, (laughs) it's sexist. Right, but, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a, I don't know, it's, well, it's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah. No, um, because like yeah, with obviously jazz music has mm-hmm. this like reputation. I mean, like is like associated with. I guess I don't know what uh, what race the singer of those songs I'm is. I'm pretty sure she's white. Yeah. Um. So, but like yeah, that I don't know. There's just some tricky mm-hmm. stuff to unpack. Yeah. There well, well, I think as well. Even they race. talk about that in the movie because one of the narrators is. Like, you know, like, it's her fault. <laughs> like, Rama's, you know, been, like, so bad to her. And, like, but she still loves him. Like, right. why? Yeah. And stuff. And I think it's that one of the one of the narrators is a woman. And she's like, it's called unconditional love. <laughs> like, right. she yeah. heard of it? Um, <laughs> and, so, yeah. and so it does kind of, like, talk about that. Like, you know, it's her. But, like, yeah. But I just thought it was interesting to, like, listen to some of the lyrics, especially because, gosh, everything in this movie is so, like, purposeful, and I just can't imagine how much time was, like, put into making, like, putting everything together. Yeah. Because, like, one of the songs before, I think before she's even kidnapped, like, it it has, like, a few lines about, like, I'll be so true to him, like, he'll never doubt me. Right, yeah. And, like, obviously, that doesn't happen. Right, and it's also, like, like, very explicitly not because Sita did something, right, that was, like, like, worthy of... On, you know, it's right. on him. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think it's it's also tricky because, I mean, I guess I'm thinking about, uh, I mean, this is a very different work in, in many, in numerous, innumerable ways, but the Aeneid mm-hmm. has sort of a similar thing where, like, the story of Dido, who, I mean, in brief, Dido's the queen of Carthage, mm-hmm. and she's buddies with Aeneas, who's going to go on to found Rome, or what yeah. will become Rome, and basically they're, like, hooking up. Mm-hmm. Having sex in the rain and whatever. <laughs> and, but then, like, and he's like, well, I gotta go. I gotta leave and go found Rome. And he leaves, and Dido is so disraught that uh, she kills herself, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and the thing is, there's, like, it's this, you know, kind of iconic passage in, like, ancient literature that's, like, been reworked and revisited in, like, everything from, like, Augustine's Confessions to stuff in the modern day, right? Um... And the thing is, it's tricky because it's both like, wow, like, she has no autonomy, right? Like, as soon as this man leaves, like, she's just dead, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? 
Um, but also there's like this way in which it's supposed to be this tragedy about how like Aeneas in many ways like misused her. Mm -hmm. And it's like this, you know, and like there's a way to read the Aeneid that I think reduces its complexity I mean, like, oh, Aeneas is, like, so good for leaving Dido and just, like, <laughs> going off to do, be Roman, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, like, and, the, you know, it is in some ways, like, for sure a work of propaganda, right? Like, yeah. it's not separate from this stuff, but it's also tragic, right? And so, I, I don't know, I sort of wonder how, how does this stuff come across, like, in the Ramayana yeah. itself? Like, I don't know how much of it, because, I mean, I think this is the thing is, like, every, pretty much every artistic work, especially one's that are as old and yeah. as big, like have these very like conflicting sort of things at its heart. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that something this, this movie illustrates in a way is that like Roman is both like, man, yeah. Isn't this kind of messed up that Romana, like, like the, the text, at least in the film, like it never cast doubt upon Sita. And I don't feel mm -hmm. like the text of the Romana does either. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's still this tragedy of Rama not believing her. Yeah. Right. And it's like both like, Ram is a good guy and like he's, he's this example that we're supposed to hold up to but it's also like man like this is sad yeah. <laughs> you should have trusted Sita right mm -hmm. yeah yeah mm. yeah I don't know if I have anything <laughs> yeah I don't know if I have much more to say about this movie yeah I... I, so I do want to talk about uh, the scene after uh, she gets dumped because mm. this is one of the most I think like interesting moments okay. of the film yeah Talk about um, it. Okay, so basically what happens is, so she reads the note, and in the movie it just says, subject Dumpsville, <laughs> yeah. and like, don't come back, signed <laughs> David, right? Yeah, I think it says like, love Dave. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad. Anyway, um, and so, and then this is like the, so much of the movie is about this like, layering mm -hmm. of voices, mm -hmm. right? And like, also like, voices that, the presumed viewer can understand, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's in English, right? Mm -hmm. And like these sort of different perspectives and like ways of seeing the world laying on each other. And for a moment, the movie just like stops with that. And there's almost this like shock style, like these white lines on, on like dark paper mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever background, like she's probably drawing on a computer, oh, right? Yeah. Um, and so you're talking about like the rotoscoping yes, part? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it sort of has, it, it draws back some of the stuff from the cosmic scene earlier. Mm -hmm. It has sort of these like, this uh one of the most striking images in the film i think is this this like heart that beats along oh, with the yeah. beat of the song but it's like the image is constantly changing like what yeah it's like yeah. it's like a photorealistic heart and then like a like a science textbook with right. like a heart on it and yeah. like a diagram and um and what it what it most vividly reminded me of visually although i, I can't think of like a section of lemonade that fits it but that's what it reminded me of mm -hmm. right is like this this sense of like Betrayal. And there's all these like different women sort of like dancing. Yeah. And it's this music that like I don't I don't know what language it's in, right? But mm -hmm. it's not English, right? Mm -hmm. It's and I think it's you know uh, a language spoken in in India. Mm -hmm. It's like hard because there's like you know dozens of languages. <laughs> India is a yeah, big more place. Than that. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. No. That is. Yeah. That's really good. Cause I think is that when like the like she gets the email and then the intermission happens. And then it comes to the... No, I think it's, like, thought... her screaming cuts uh -huh. into okay. this section, right? Yeah, I couldn't remember. It might even I know be that's, after the I know, I know that the the dancing, the rotoscope part happens after, like, very soon after the intermission. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. Well, I, just think I think that... you weren't done with your thoughts. Right, well, just that, like, I think what's so interesting about that is that... Like, so much of the movie, and I mean, um, you know, it's still visual and, you know, there's still audio, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's still trying to narrativize on some level. But so much of the movie is, like, about drawing these, like, metaphorical comparisons, even about, like, analyzing and, like, working over a text and sort of encouraging you to do the same. Mm -hmm. And then for the moment, there's just this, like, extreme pain. Yeah. And it just, like, stops doing that. Yeah. Right? Like, and it's it's just almost this, like... It's just, like, feeling. Yeah, it's just this, like... And so it's just sort of, for a moment, like, the whole story and the whole, like, like almost, like, carefully manicured, like, structure mm -hmm. of the film just, like, completely falls apart. Yeah. And it's just so, like, it's just such a striking moment, mm -hmm. I think. Um, I don't know if I have, like, I'm sure you could do a really interesting breakdown of, like, what that every shot in that is doing, right? Yeah. But, but yeah. that's sort of my basic thoughts on it for now. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a really cool, yeah, because even, it, oh, there's so many more, like, styles, even the, of art 
even than like the ones we discussed a bunch. Like there's these rotoscope yeah. sections, and right, all the, and the there's also ways in which like so they all beautiful. start blurring together, right? Yeah. That like the cartoony stuff from the jazz segments will like show up in the shadow puppet narrativizing, and like mm-hmm. you know different things like that, right? Like it yeah. is like. Again, it's making this argument about, yeah. like, the way stories sort of, maybe interpretation story are flat, but they layer together to build yeah. this sort of complex library mm-hmm. of meaning, right? Yeah. I just, like, I can't get over that, like, she basically, like, did all this by herself. Yeah, you, you said, mentioned something last night about yeah. being, like, 9,600 yeah, hours she, or she something. Yeah, she estimated that she spent, like, yeah, it was, like, over 9,000 hours just working on it. Yeah. Like herself. <laughs> yeah. And like I don't know how many years that translates to, you know. Right. But like it's just crazy. Um Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Very good movie. Please yeah. just watch it. Yeah, and anyway, and if, you, if you're like... <laughs> and this talk mo- to us about it. If you're like, there's some weird thing in this movie that we haven't talked about, like, feel free to... Yeah, please do. You know, yeah, write mm-hmm. in. Um, okay. Um, so... I guess my last question. We kind of, like, talked a little bit about this already. Um, but I'm wondering, like, do the women get what they want at the end? Slash, like, is that end satisfying for us? Yeah. I mean, I think... Um, I also just can't... I mean, one thing about this is, like, I know that the Ramayana is, like, about a lot more <laughs> yeah. than just this, right? Yeah. It's not just the story of Sita. It's, like, so much more stuff, yeah. right? Um, and so part of it is, like, my knowledge of that, like, is coloring, like, how I'm seeing this. But I do I do yeah. think there is a sense of, like, this stuff doesn't end. And there's also, mm-hmm. like, the, you know, the sort of cosmic shot that we talked about at the beginning of the film yes. is repeated at the end. Yeah, so right? let's explain that because we didn't really talk about that. One of the images in the cosmic section at the beginning um, shows, like, Rama, like, lounging back and Sita's, like, rubbing his legs. Yeah. Um, and stuff and, like, doting on him. Right. And then at the end, it's like she's ar- she's been, like, swallowed up in right. the earth, like, like their physical form you know or like in their earthly forms right but then it goes back to this cosmic style and like the roles are reversed right um and she like you know she's the one lounging back and rama's like rubbing her legs and then i think the very like last shot of the movie is she like winks yeah that's right at the audience um and stuff and so like i think like she does get what she you know wants in a sense like you know it's like like, Rama is finally, like, caring about her, like, in the way that, like, she always did for him and stuff. But, like, part of that from, like, me is, like, well, like, if I were in that situation, you know, if, like, the person I love, like, you know, didn't, like, did these things to me, like, would my, like, happy ending be, like, oh, you know, now, now they love me, they love me back. Like, now they do love me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, yeah. Because, yeah, I think... I think it's fair to say, like, yeah, that's, like, what she wanted and, like, what she deserved. And, like, she got it in part, like, through her choices of, like, you know, being swallowed up in the earth and stuff. Like, you know, she chose that and she got what she wanted. But, like, does that feel satisfying to me? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I do think that, like, the ending with um, Nina is, like, she, I I guess I'm thinking about the Lord lyric where she's, like, I take care of myself the way I used to you know, care about you, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I think it's, like, care for myself the way I used to care about you. Anyway, and, like, that's sort of what, at the end of the movie, she's, like, living alone, mm-hmm. but she's, like, happy, right? Yeah. And she's, like, content, like, with herself. And, like, it's also in contrast to, like, earlier in the movie, she's, like, take me back, like, please, you mm-hmm. know? And so I feel like there's there's at least this acknowledgement of, like, different ways of sort of seeing how yeah. that, that kind of relationship turns out. Yeah, right? I think that's good. All right, well, should we uh, answer one audience question and then wrap up? <laughs> yes, I know. I was so excited. So we got an email from Arjuna, um, and they, you know, said some very nice things to us. Yeah. And that was lovely. And, you know, not saying you guys have to send us nice emails or any emails at all, but that was a delight. Gas <laughs> us <read>. up. Gas us. <laughs> um, Gas us up. Yeah, but they did ask us a question. Right. The question we've all been waiting for <laughs> yeah. uh, what are our favorite pizza toppings yeah 
So I kind of have a weird answer for this. Um, there's this pizza at a local pizza place. It's like a thin crust place. And it's um, like a, I don't even know what kind of cheese it is, but it's this really sharp cheese. And it's it's got some kind of pepper or chili on it because mm-hmm. it's kind of spicy. And it's also got corn. <laughs> and that whole situation's real good. It's like one yeah. of my favorite pizzas. That was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, I don't think it's really, you know, corn is my favorite pizza <laughs> topping is like, not really true. Yeah. But like that whole thing is great. Yeah. No. Shout outs to the slab. Oh, that was, that was pizza, the... Pizzeria 712. Oh, snap. Yeah. I was, oh, I was. Getting I mean, shout outs to slab is great anyway. Like I'm not, I've, I'm not just an on slab. You should, you should take me to this place because I've never been there. Yeah. It's, it's expensive. Okay. That's why we haven't been there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so mine, I, yeah, again, kind of similar, no, I'd say, not like, maybe, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say I like all these toppings together, but like, I like me a good pepperoni, mm-hmm. I love pineapple, mm-hmm. it is good and okay to put it on pizza. It is good and okay and to put it on pizza. it's fine if you don't like it, but you know, let me live in peace. Um, I like, I like spinach on pizza a lot. I do too. Um... And yeah, I guess like if I were to say my like favorite odd pizza with like odd toppings on it is there's a pizza I like with like green chilies on it and barbecue sauce, I think, and like a fried egg, (laughs) like a literal (laughs) fried egg just on top of the pizza. And that is very good. Yeah. Basically, pizza can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, pizza's a canvas. Yeah. Also, listen, <laughs> yeah, shout-outs to uh, The Anthropocene Reviewed, another podcast. Uh, there's a whole episode about uh, pineapple on pizza, and it's very good. All right. So there you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go down the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter, at Seasons Movie Pod. Yep. You can email us questions mm-hmm. at seasonspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can find the podcast, uh, like the RSS feed and the archives and stuff, at abnormalmapping.com slash seasonsmoviepod. Yes, shout outs to Abnormal Mapping. Thank you for hosting us yeah. after all this time. Right. After all this inaction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, this is what I'm giving them the good Patreon money for. Speaking of which, <laughs> yes, you can support the Abnormal Mapping Network at patreon.com slash mapping i suggest you do mm-hmm. for one buck a month you get their really cool podcast about gundam giant robot anime um they're just a really good crew that uh i really appreciate the space that they make and mm-hmm. what they do for for games criticism and, and all the stuff that they're doing yeah um that's real great yep so shout outs to them mm-hmm. uh where can people find you on the internet uh on in on Twitter, <laughs> you can find me at U of Wales, the letter U, the animal whale, U of Wales, oh. which is a reference to Yellow Submarine, the uh, animated movie with the Beatles, <laughs> Beatles songs. It's not actually the Beatles speaking, but actually the Beatles singing um, a movie. That Sita uh, sings the blues is off is uh, not often but occasionally artistically reminiscent of. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So you can find me. My handles changed since we last recorded this podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you can find me at uh, Grace underscore Machine mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yep. Um, yeah. And also, yeah, if you want to hear more of my scatterbrain thoughts about movies i have a letterbox which is also at grace underscore machine yes so you can follow me there if you want to you know yes let me talk about movies more yeah and let let me know if you want me to make a letterboxed uh it might it sounds kind of fun but i might need some outside validation <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> outside validation it's very reliable anyway thanks so much for tuning in yes we appreciate it we'll mm-hmm. be back uh next time next time <laughs> yeah with uh the castle of cagliostra that's where we're starting oh yeah which is uh yeah we'll good time good movie yeah we should watch as far as i remember yeah maybe i should like read or and or watch some more lupin third stuff because castle of cagliostra is kind of out of character for those movies 
and people I mean people don't not like this movie but people are like it's not a good Lupin movie right and so I'm I feel like I should maybe yeah because this is this is the only Lupin thing that I have consumed so anyway anyway but yeah we'll be back with that next week or next time happy winter yeah happy winter (laughs) woof anyway thanks so much for tuning in see y'all later bye bye